ballerina, daredevil, international tourist, wheelchair basketball enthusiast? Now add to the list, doctor. Biomechanics ain't never gonna be the same. Well, I have a wonderful electronic invention I want you to see. It, it looks something like this. You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering. All right. Hey, thanks for that, Sylvia. It's uh, the award-winning Hashtag Getting, though. That's what I, I got to correct you there. That would be the best podcast in all of higher education. I'm Jeremy Henderson, a communication specialist in the Samuel Ginn College of Engineering's Office of Communications and Marketing. <sighs> with a mask you gotta watch this yeah yeah you might you just gotta, have I to, to i gotta breathe we're gonna start acronym and just sgcoe sgcoe yep. uh that would be uh, austin phillips he's the director of the office of communication yeah <laughs> communications and marketing so already oxygen deprivation well i think it's drying out my tongue and uh <laughs> so he's the director of, of the office and uh Hashtag getting is brought to you by that office and the best communications and marketing office in the land, the best college of engineering in the land, hands down. Barna, we're joined over here as always by, uh, what do we call you exactly? Producer, director, dad of the year. Extraordinaire, <laughs> moral support, soon to be father twice over. Marcus Klutz, and today, Taylor Oldfather joins us. Batman mask. Taylor, I have to think that today must be difficult for you, time-wise, because you already have your face recognition issues, <laughs> from what I understand, right? I mean, you're already the, the what what is it? The face, is it blindness, face blindness? Like, what is it exactly? I, it's not anything real. I just... It's not, <laughs> I, you were just telling me that to make me feel better when no, you didn't I recognize just, me? No, I'm so bad at recognizing people's faces. It's really, really hard. I have to make all kinds of tricks with, like, you if there's someone scarred like, or so something. Do you have, like, Michael Scott kind of tricks? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. But I've never accidentally called someone by, like, you know, the unique feature. But uh, okay. I also like to watch people's gait as they walk. Yes. And I recognize people by how they walk more than by their face. Jeremy's she got that. Uh, yeah, well, you've got that because you you said you can hear the way people walk. I can hear the pe- people walk. I saw somebody the other day at a gas station. I hadn't seen him in forever. Out of my peripheral vision, half a mile away, I was like, "That's got to be Tom." Sure mm. enough, it was Tom. Well, and I'm the opposite though. I can I, I can recognize somebody's face from years mm. years really and That's know exactly so where I where I saw him. I may not put the name to it, mm. but I can tell you, hey, that I, I've seen that person. I, I was in Camp Oregon with them for one session 20 years ago. Love I've introduced it. myself to a childhood friend before. Ew, so that's great. Rough. You know, my mom did that to that's one of my really good rough. friends that I officiated his wedding. <laughs> oh my gosh. We're going to check her for dementia. But. Well, I just, I only reason I bring this up is because I was just wanting to make sure you knew what you were doing here. Like when I wrote you. <laughs> yes, this is the right yeah. I just want you to make sure that, yeah, that you were familiar is with it. Is this an interview? For, yeah. So we got to say congrats because you are now Dr. Old Father. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. My goodness. Are you going to make people call you that? Because I would. I don't know. Because I'm a woman, sometimes it makes having a little bit of professionalism better. And I also look really young too. Yeah, I kind of look no, like I did no, in I high school. That. I didn't want to say anything, that was a le- that was a lesson. Whenever I got out into journalism, you know, I could, and being from the South too, I'm a Mister, Missus, Yes mm-hmm. Sir, Yes Ma'am, and 
I learned real quick if you if you did that, people treated you younger. So yeah. you, you needed to go ahead and go with that first name, unless it was the mayor or the police chief or so. I might call him chief or mayor or something like that. Yeah, it's been unusual here at Auburn because it's still in the South, but there's so many people who have come to here. And so I kind of have to see, are you from the South? Should I say Mr. Mrs. Yeah. Or are you from somewhere else that you would feel more comfortable? Well, and I mean, some people do get offended by that. They and do. I'm on, I, I, I say it to people younger, older, uh, mm-hmm. just the way I was raised. Where are you from? I'm from Birmingham. Okay, so what part of Birmingham? real far. Where'd you go to high school? Leeds and Chelsea. And I was actually homeschooled okay. all the way through. Okay. Love it. Mm. Love it. it Dr. Great. O. There's somebody else from Auburn from Leeds. I can't... Can't think of who it is. You can't remember the yeah, face. But I, I, you can't I, remember the face. <laughs> knows the face. If you saw I him, know the voice. If you yeah, saw yeah. him. <laughs> well, uh, so Taylor, what, I mean, what is life? So it, you you are in a doctor in what? Mechanical yeah. engineer. Yeah, mechanical engineer. Oh, studies under the, the biomechanics maestro himself. Mm-hmm. Dr. Michael Zabala. Never heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> No, he's amazing. And uh, well, so so tell us about your Auburn journey here. But we also have some other stuff we got to talk about. Uh, all your adventures with in ballet. You're a ballerina, mm-hmm. right? I mean, yes. do you ever if you're once a ballerina, you always a ballerina. Do you have to be, like maintain some credit the hours? The or? Yeah. Well, no, I kind of. So the dancer who's dancing, we markered her up, but we decided later that we needed some more of the motion capture data. So then I got markered up and danced some. So some of the motion capture is actually me, and then I'm playing the piano. Oh, so, so yes, I but mean it's not. like the stunt, du- stunt <laughs> woman of many you know, talents. Yeah, that's true. Here. I mean, I seriously, say, wears a lot uh, of hats. You, well, you're a ballerina too, though. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can dance. Yeah, I know uh, that. You know I can dance. I've seen it. Um. Well, so well first. So when when did that actually happen? So when did you get the uh, the PhD? Uh, July fifteenth. Man, so, like not even two weeks of doctorhood. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's gotta be cool. Yeah it it doesn't quite feel real yet because I haven't really seen anyone. And then all my students already call me doctor anyways, and I'll um, correct some of them when it's one-on-one, but in a group, I'm not going to be like, all right, let's take five minutes and explain my history. This is really important, you know? So it's kind of been weird. My students still call me doctor. And then some of them who know that I was um, not quite a doctor yet still call me professor. Um, and I'm not going to go and be like, well, now uh, I'm a doctor. I right, would. Right. I would. I would do it. You had an interesting... You've had an interesting... <clears throat> journey to doctorhood yes right it's been <laughs> what tell, tell us about it all right so you, you came from your home school up in between leeds and chelsea mm-hmm. and you come to auburn for undergrad yes now what were you in well at camp war eagle i was pre-vet because i wanted to be a veterinarian surgeon and then i realized that that takes a lot of schooling which i'm recognizing now is kind of <laughs> i mean i'm here and i exactly. just finished school so i don't know why that stopped me but um, then I started thinking more about physical therapy. And as a dancer, I'd been physical therapy quite a lot. So I switched into exercise science because there I found, I heard a class that was called biomechanics. So I switched over there. And then one of the professors, Dr. Weimer, I still idolize her to this day. So I started doing undergrad research in her lab because she's in kinesiology. And then I found out that she taught a graduate class with Dr. Madsen. And it was more of a conversation class about biomechanics because she would have all of her theories and then he would come in with the mathematics and say, like, well, actually, acceleration doesn't quite work that way. So you need to you know, do it this way. And I heard a lot about that class and I was like, man, I guess engineering and kinesiology actually do go together. And then mm. I played wheelchair basketball for a few years and I started fixing chairs. And then I really recognized how mechanics and the human body fit together because 
if you try and design something and you know nothing about the human body, it's going to be wrong. And I saw a lot of weird contraptions that were supposed to be the Mm -hmm. solution for X, and they ended up being really weird. And then I was working at a camp for people who had disabilities, and I became the person to fix wheelchairs. And I was like, why don't I just do this for my life? And I had already decided at that point not to do physical therapy because I was a personal trainer. And the whole like having issues remembering people's faces when you see tons of clients every day and you have to remember their faces and you have a great story and you have great conversation and learn all about their background, but then you can't fit that to the person. It's really, really hard. Also, I'm just a major introvert and seeing people all the time like that was really hard. Like this quarantine, I'm doing great. <laughs> like coming in today, I had to prepare myself for seeing people. Mask, everything. It's just all, all flowing in, right? Yeah. So not seeing anyone has been great for me. What a character. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wheelchair, basketball, physical therapy, pre-vet. Yeah. Homeschooled, and- Batman mask, ballerina. <laughs> and and I, I believe... You know, can't I, wait for the intro on this. Well, <laughs> well, we might have we might have to sample some police sirens because there was some sort of uh, run in with the polizia, I believe. <laughs> that's Is right, that how you pronounce right. it? Uh, last you, summer, yeah, you weren't, you I weren't have, riding scooters with Marcus. Were you? Yes, I was. I oh, I oh. have no fear Discla- in life. Disclaimer: and it's oh, that's really thing, dangerous. Right? Yeah, that's another it's thing. Really you're, like, you're missing the fear chip, right? Yeah, I don't. We have had a big that. conversation once upon a time, and so I remember. I just remember all these things about. I've, I've brought you up in conversations. I met this freak. <laughs> Whatever she can't remember, you got it. Huh? Oh, exactly. Right, exactly. I, mean, I rely on my friends so much to help me out. Whatever. Well, so talk about that trip. How was how was how was that? Because it was a big deal over here. I mean, we had like two weeks without say, him. The people was, that have gone on was, and up been on here say life changing. Yeah, life changing. Oh, yes. Talk about it. Well, you probably from this conversation recognize that I have a lot of interests, mm. and I guess in some ways I could be called the Renaissance woman or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So going on a trip where we're studying people who also have that trait where they just do everything and they're better for it is really great. In, in modern culture, it's difficult to do a lot of things at once because to be excellent at anything, you have to spend 30 years doing it. So getting excellent at a lot of things can be really, really difficult. So you don't see tons of people until they're like much older and I'm fairly young now. So mm-hmm. Having Despite the trait, last name, <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> a little yes. deceptive. Uh, yeah, the uh, my name for like class list is going to be Taylor Oldfather, and they're going to s- expect this like really old man mm. coming in and then you popping in. Mm-hmm, I would, but yeah, it was it was life changing <laughs> because you study all these people who made a huge difference, and hundreds of years have been passing with no change in society really, and they just come wake up one day and say, "Hey, I'm going to change the world," and they did. Oh, it's just, I Genius. think it's awesome, to, too, to you, you learn about something and all of a sudden you go out in the oh, afternoon yeah. and you go see it. Oh, yeah. You know, have bring a lecture, it to life. Have a lecture in the morning. And Michael and I had been talking about all this stuff for months before. So I even knew things that didn't make it into the lecture. And I walk in and I, I see the building or the painting that we'd been talking about. And you know, it's a lot bigger than I had thought. Or, well, the paint strokes are totally different than I expected them to be. And it's right here. I can see the room around it. It's not just like a picture that floats around the internet. It actually has a place in this world. It was crazy. I loved it. Well, what's next for you? Well, my husband's going to go to grad school. So um, he worked while I was in school and I'll work while he's in school. So we're going to stay in Auburn for a couple years. And I'm lecturing now um, here at Auburn. So I'll continue doing that and teaching statics in the fall. 
And then after that, we'll see. There's a lot of projects that I started here. Like um, the, a book? Oh, yes. Yeah. Come I'm on now. I'm going to be working on a book. That's mm-hmm. one of the projects I've started. Yeah, Jeremy's working on a book. Several, but nothing related <laughs> to ballet. <laughs> no, no. The biomechanics Yet. of ballet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This so, is something we need to know about. So looking into the, I gave a lecture in Italy, for those of you who don't know, uh, the biomechanics of ballet. And trying to find literature and books on it, any biomechanics of ballet book was just an anatomy book, which is very helpful, but it's not strictly biomechanics. That's more of a science, just being the anatomy. And then any funding that's spent on researching ballet is, let's research ballet and figure out why they don't tear their ACL, which that's my studies, ACL, knee injury, so it's fascinating. But there's not a lot of just on the biomechanics of ballet. But as a teacher... It's really helpful to know about the biomechanics. So if you're teaching high school students and, you know, you don't really quite understand the biomechanics of what's going on, it's really difficult. So I'm going to write a book on the biomechanics of ballet based on the research that I did find because I went pretty deep into the research. And there's not a lot. But then also what I've learned from just biomechanics in general and how the human body functions and how that would apply to ballet I'm really excited. We'll see where it goes. Um, I have a friend who um, graduated in part in dance and then taught dance in China, and she's going to help me with some of the dance pedagogy side of it because that's her interest. So hopefully we can write a book on biomechanics that is for dance teachers to understand the human body. What's the name going to be? I'm trying to think of plump puns. Uh, with, I was about to say, just pl- enlist pl- Jeremy Services. Pl- I promise you he'll, or, he'll have you a name. I don't know, something that. like that. Or it's probably going to be something like or, Dance Biomechanics, yeah, the biome- subtitle. Yeah. Like, oh, well, that's a good Biomechanics one. for Teachers or something like that. Sure. We don't really know yet. Sure. Okay. From the back of the Vespa. Dr. From Ball- the back <laughs> of the Vespa. That's right. That's Dr. Right. Ballerina. <laughs> one question that we, we didn't ask. I got to ask. Why Auburn? What? Why the decision to come to Auburn? Well, I said... A while ago that I wanted to do vet school. And, and that was that was the main reason? Yep. I uh, was living AKA in Alabama. Engineering, always. Yeah, yeah, always engineering. <laughs> mm. No, I didn't decide to do engineering until I'd already graduated my undergrad. But, um, yeah, so I came here for the vet school. And at Camp Eagle, it's an, uh, I changed great my college, mind. It know? is. I mean, mm-hmm. if we're going to be great, why, why we'll, not be great at we'll everything? Allow it. And I'm still <laughs> fascinated with animal biomechanics, so I hope to do some of my research with them. So yeah, the vet school, and well, then I was about to say, you get into the AC. I have my dog. I had <laughs> oh, both dog I, ACL. I had both oh, of so her ACLs replaced. So uh, I, back then, there was a thousand a piece. I think it's up to yeah. uh, two thousand a piece. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, get, well, get, they're doing a better job business. now. Yeah. <laughs> Fascinating. Yep. So then I stayed because the kinesiology program was great. And then they changed while I was here from in the Coliseum to the great new building that they have now. And then I was working at the rec center. And while I was an undergrad working, the new rec center opened. So it was like all this new change and great things. And then when I decided I want to go to like engineering, I was like, well, I'll just take some undergrad courses until I figure out where I want to go. I want to have classes with Dr. Madsen. I already idolize him. He doesn't even know who I am. And I already like think he's the greatest. I still think he's the greatest. He's a legend. Yes. So I was just taking undergrad classes here. And then Michael came and I was like, why would I leave? Mm. That's what Jeremy says. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was about to hang this thing up. And then they said, you've got mechanical engineering. And I saw that face, <laughs> that, that hair. jaw, that lamp. I was just like, <laughs> don't worry. I'll take the small office. Doesn't matter. 
as oh. long as I get to cover that genius <laughs> and what he's doing with Taylor, things like if you're biomechanics. Listening. <laughs> the other Taylor, yeah. get a restraining a lot of order. in that man's <laughs> get, get, life. Get a restraining order. <laughs> uh, so real quick, you are y'all are working on maybe like a um, some sort of outreach, continuing education, mm-hmm. some sort of something. Yes. Online COVID era outreach. Talk about what we're do- we're doing here. Well, because of COVID, the study abroad class that was supposed to happen in Italy this summer is online so Mm -hmm. instead of reaching the 16 people which is the max capacity that you can take there are 60 students who are hearing all these lectures and having all these different kinds of experiences because obviously you can't go in person but there's a lot of ways that you can like google earth walk through museums and so it's not the same at all but you can still have that type of um learning and everyone who's taking it this summer i believe um pretty sure they're all seniors Right. So if they don't get this class and they're graduating, they're going to be done. Right. And we were realizing that like, you know, other people can probably benefit from this as well. So I came up with the idea that we could give many lectures. So we take the top four that we enjoy the most and give 30 minute versions of them and then have Q&A. So the whole thing will be about an hour and I'm sure there'll be questions on the way. So the Q&A will probably be in that 30, but you know, 30 minute conversation. And the lectures in Italy are two hours long, so very condensed, but still interesting. And looking at the different ways to do it, make sure that enough people have access to it. Um, I came up with the idea that we could do continuing education credits for PE. That's right, isn't it? So I don't know if we're actually going to um, make them CEUs. We'll see how everything works out because we want to have people to have access to them. The one danger that you have with CEUs is that you have to pay to get in the course. But if we want to make these available to everyone, then... But we'll we'll figure something out and... I'm excited to see where that's going to go. Well, I'm excited to see where this career is going to go. I'm going to be following that because that's an easy name to Google and keep up with. Taylor mm-hmm. Oldfather. Um, not going to be too many of those floating around. Just cross-reference it with Ballerina, you go. <laughs> <laughs> or v- vets or wheelchair basketball yeah. or any other or, sundry terms. Right. Thanks a ton for joining us in this uh, in these crazy times. Loving the mask and loving the work. Loving the name. I'm a Taylor Oldfather fan from way back. A you doctor Taylor yeah. Oldfather fan. Yes. Dang it. Yes. <laughs> Dr. Oldfather. Dr. Oldfather. War Eagle, Dr. Oldfather. War Eagle. Ah, music to my ears. <laughs>